we're back. Welcome to the Sport Argument Stadium. We're back again for another awesome week of giving you the right picks, hopefully, and the right bets to make with spreads. So this is NFL Week 11. Week 11. Week 11. And uh, I'm Dave. I'm here with K-Rod. And we're about to tell you the best picks on the podcast anywhere. Best picks. Podcast. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere. So, even though it's Friday and we missed Thursday's game, I just want to let you know, I put money on the Bills. So, so far, so good. Put money on the Bills and won some Bills. Won some Bills. But, uh... I only bet in Vegas. I would never bet anywhere else besides Las Vegas because that'd be illegal. <laughs> All right, so Sunday, NFL. What we're going to do today is a little bit different. We're going to go through the NFL games and then hopefully get to a few of the NBA basketball games tonight. Maybe even talk about how UCLA is going to beat USC tomorrow. I believe it. So game one, Sunday. Green Bay, a three-point road favorite at Detroit. And this is, I think, going to be a really good game, but Detroit's just not playing well. Green Bay is playing well. But you, you got a home underdog here. Are, are you are you thinking home underdog like I'm thinking home underdog? Uh, I would have to say no. You know, I, I, I would like to think that Detroit's riding the ship. You know, they, they came off a big victory in Jacksonville, I believe, a couple weeks ago. Then... You know, I, I thought they they would show some improvement the the following week, and they, they you know last week they they played Minnesota, and they lost. Uh, what was it? They lost by like nine or ten points or something. I, I was thoroughly Mi- Minnesota is a good team. Yeah, but I, I I thought Detroit would give them a better a better try, and um, I, I believe Green Bay is a much better team than Minnesota. You know, I, I know they're on the road. I know Detroit's at home. This is a big game for for both teams actually. But I just think I think Green Bay is going to win, and, and, and not by three points. I think it's probably closer to ten. All right. Well, here's where we differ on this. I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to take the home underdog points. Tell me why. Well, the one I, I like Detroit at home. Uh, it's a big difference for Green Bay traveling from their outdoor stadium into the dome. So you you know you have a dome team. It helps the fast teams. Both teams are fast. Green Bay is a fast team. Right. Bo- both are fast teams. Detroit needs it. They need the win. Green Bay needs it too. I, I think Green Bay is going to be there, you know, win, win or lose this game. Detroit knows they have it their Thanksgiving game coming up Thursday, short week. That's going to be tough. This, If they lose this game, they're probably going to lose Thursday, and that's going to be it for their season. Their so, season's already over, in my opinion. Uh, they don't have it. They don't have a running game. Their defense is atrocious. You know, Stafford's a good. He's a he's a pretty good quarterback, but he's inconsistent, and you just can't have that in the NFL. And, and you have an inconsistent second receiver, and not that good a tight end. Right, and I mean Calvin Johnson. I mean, he's a great wide receiver, but he's been getting double teamed. And who else do you have on that team to throw the ball to? Titus Young. Okay, Titus Young, really. But anyways, whenever, another thing I see is, look at this, the 70%, 30% differential in terms of who's picking what side. Okay. I'm going to go against the 70%. 
Seventy percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got Green Bay. I, I just think their their offense is clicking. Um, coming off a of bye week, big big thing that we didn't mention. Green Bay has been preparing for this game. I think they're the better team. I know they're going on the road, but I expect them to come out firing, and I, I expect them to have a good game, especially yeah, coming d- off the d- bye week. Division games are always close. They are. They're tough, but, I mean, I okay, I expect Green Bay to win by at least three. All right. Uh, well, that's where we differ, but that, that's what I see. We'll, we'll let you know next week how our results were this week. Cleveland, uh, nine-point underdog at Dallas. I think you and I both are taking the underdog here. I would have to agree. I mean, Dallas, they're showing improvement, but like I mean, like previous weeks, Tony Romo is still a question mark. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Even when they do win, when even when Dallas does win, they win by a small margin. And Cleveland is a team that's underrated. They they've played a lot of good teams close. Ever since Joe Hayden's come back, they've been playing tough. Yep, they've been playing real well. And you know, I expect them to to you know, show improvement on the road. At least make a game out of this, and you know, definitely within nine points. So I expect them to cover. Kind of like that Arizona Atlanta game, Arizona Arizona Atlanta. Yeah, it is Arizona Atlanta. I think uh, Atlanta's no, at the, home. No, I was thinking. I was thinking it's similar to the Arizona Pittsburgh game last Monday. Right, right, right. Casey. Exactly. My mind's all not thinking well today. Anyways, it's Friday. Next game, Jacksonville. 15-point underdogs at Houston. 15-and-a-half. Yeah, 15, 15-and-a-half. Depends where you get it, but about 15-and-a-half. You, you know, I, it's double-digit underdogs usually cover. And so I'm gonna, I'm just going to go with it. So far this season, it seems like they've actually covered more often than not. I'm going to tell you, like, I agree with you. The double-digit underdogs typically cover – uh, I really hate this game because I could definitely see Houston. Blaine Gabbard is terrible. I, I mean, Jacksonville, in my opinion, is the worst team in the league, and and you know their record is indicative of that. You got Houston coming off a big win; they're at home. This is kind of just like a game, you know. They can do whatever and win this game, you know. And I could definitely see them winning big, but I'm gonna have to agree with you. I, I think Jacksonville, fifteen and a half points. That's so many points. They can lose by two touchdowns, and you cover. I mean. I'm just going to go with Jacksonville. I, I hope they keep it close. I can easily see Houston up, you know, 28-14 end of the game, just run, 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 punt. Run, 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 punt. And you got to you got to realize, I mean, if, if Maurice Jones-Drew was still active, I mean, I, this was a no-brainer. I mean, I still I still take Jacksonville just because that's such a big spread, you know. I, so many points. As bad as they are. Exactly. So, so Cincinnati going on the road, three-point favorite at Kansas City. Kansas City is pretty bad too. Kansas City's terrible, and if it weren't for Roethlisberger going out in the second half last week, they would have lost by a lot more. It would have been a blowout. Um, you know, they got lucky to keep it that close because but Roethlisberger I, went out. They were a fourteen point underdog. There, there's another example of a double digit underdog, right? Covering, but the those were you know extenuating circumstances. I mean, they got a little bit lucky in the first half because Pittsburgh played like shit, and 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 the weather played a factor. I think you know. I was, was really a, happy with that. Game. It, it was it was rainy, and so you kind of expected them to run the ball more. So. I don't know. Cincinnati usually beats the bad teams, but this year has been different. They lost to Cleveland. Right. They lost to uh, Miami. Yes. And, 
but they so, looked good last week. But, but they, they looked the very good last they week. The you know, they last kicked week. the Giants' ass last week at home, and I don't think anybody expected. I I picked them last week, but I I don't think anybody expected them. to. I picked them and I expected to lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know what? I I have to go with Cincinnati here. I, I think they're the they're the much better team than Kansas City. Kansas City has not shown me much. You know, I, I know they kept it close, but those were, like I said, kind of extenuating circumstances. Roethlisberger was out, the weather, so Pittsburgh was running the ball more, controlling the game, or trying to at least. Um, you know, when, when uh, what's his name, the backup quarterback for Pittsburgh? Uh, Leftwich. When Leftwich came in, they literally ran the ball four times, and I mean, they would not throw the ball. His, his first play was a pass, and it was about ten yards short. And I, then after that, it was. I think Leftwich threw the ball like four or five times in the second half. I mean, you know, so that goes into play there. I, I, I like Cincinnati here. I, I like their their passing attack. Um, I, I think I, I, I agree with you. I think Cincinnati should win by more than seven. I don't think I'm going to end up betting seven. It's three and a half. Right, but I think they should win by more than seven. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to bet on this game. I think this is a pass for me. I would take Cincinnati with three. Next game, those terrible Jets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the St. Louis Rams. The Rams just got lucked into a tie against 49ers last week. That was a crazy game. That was pretty fun. I have not seen anything like that for a long time. And the, and the Jets just are, are in turmoil. You know, you got Brandon Moore on the radio talking about his quarterbacks. You got all these people out there. And now, now you have all the Tebow talk. I don't know what to make of them. The, the Jets are in disarray, and and you know what? It, it is kind of sad because you know if you're a Jets fan, you expected a lot more from them coming this year. I mean, better I don't, than three and six. I, I, I don't games. think you expected them to, you know, have a great record, but at least you know around five hundred. They're nowhere near close to that. They've underperformed. Um, just the fact that they brought Tebow in is kind of just like, what are you guys doing? You know it. It's just a statement that they don't have any faith in, in Mark Sanchez. But I, I think this is a perfect game. Sanchez actually usually plays well against the terrible teams. And St. Louis... St. Louis is not a terrible team. They played the 49ers very did. tough they on the road last great. week. And the 49ers are an elite team. They're a top-five team in the NFL this year. So, I, I mean, St. Louis has continually gotten better. They got Amendola back. I'd have to take St. Louis minus three in this game. I really think that they're going to win, and, and probably more than three. I can see it happening, too. You just don't know what you're going to get with the Jets. You don't you don't know who's going to show up. You don't know if they're going to care. Right. And, you know, St. Louis, they're, I think they're underrated, to be honest with you. What, what What's their record? Where are they right now? It's a very good question. Let me look that up. Here comes the uh, the thing. Let's see. St. Louis, they're 3-5-1, and one, so, you know, very close to the Jets, half a game ahead. Three and five and one. Okay, um, that one tie is almost like a victory. Right to them, it's a victory. To them, it's a victory. To the Niners, it's a loss. Everybody expected them to lose that game. Everybody. And New York, one and five straight up last six games. They're you playing know, terrible ball. I mean, look look at all the matchups. Go back to that screen. Everything, almost everything, favors St. Louis. Right. The Jets score point and a half more game, and they give up. 25 fewer passing yards. But every other every other category, category right. St. Louis wins and they're at home. And it's only 3. So I would have to take St. Louis 3. All right, I'm going with the Jets, I think right now. 
Really? After all that? After all that. It's it just, it's not hard. You know, to me, the Rams are a team I bet on when they're an underdog. It's hard for me to pick them as a favorite. Okay. In any matchup. I know I know you like the underdogs. I, I do. do. Yep, I know. And, and they're a team, and I picked them last week as an underdog. But this week, I don't know if I could pick them as a favorite. I can. Arizona, 10, between 9.5 to 10.5 point underdogs at Atlanta. I know who you're going to take this game. You know, I'm actually not so sure I'm taking Arizona in this game. I've, earlier in the season, I took Atlanta with some seven-point spread, so I may end up taking them if it goes I'm down I'm taking Atlanta, to just, to be, just to be honest with you. Uh, Atlanta, they're on a roll. They, they, lost, they lost last week a very tough game to a much-improved New Orleans team. It's actually the New Orleans team that we all expected to see coming into the year. And, you know, Atlanta played them very tough on the road. Atlanta's offense has not skipped a beat this year. They're playing great. I mean, they they really haven't. You know, I, I think um, not Roddy White, but what's his what's Julio other Jones? Julio Jones. He's he's a game time decision. But even without him, they have so many weapons. You know, I I expect Atlanta to come out with a, a good effort here, just to you know prove to themselves and to their fans that they are still the elite team in their division. Not that they have to, because their record they're gonna win. They're gonna win their division. But they're not going to take the And Arizona out. is just not a very good team. They don't put up any points. Nope. Their defense is, you know, to begin the year they were great. So, so who's their quarterback this week? <laughs> I believe it's Skelton. Still and Skelton. And, you, and you don't trust a guy named Skelton ever. Uh, I don't want him quarterbacking any of my teams that I'm picking. Yeah, Kevin Cobb still out till mid-November. And they don't really have a running back. Do yeah, they? No, no. Um, Brady Wells is out. Stevens out. Stevens out. He's the only, and you know what? Atlanta's defense has been has been better lately. I mean, obviously they they didn't they put up a lot of po- they gave up a lot of points last week to New Orleans. But when New Orleans' offense is running well, you can't stop them. You know they're unstoppable. So, all right, next game: Tampa at the Panthers. It opened at Pickham and has moved to Tampa Bay now, being favored by one to two points. Uh, tough game to call, but. I, I like what Tampa Bay has been doing lately. I, I think they're getting. If I was just going to say who's the better, if you, I was going to, if someone was asking me who's the better team between these two, it's Tampa Bay for sure, hands down. I, I think Tampa Bay is getting a little bit too much credit for Doug Martin's great couple games. What about Josh Freeman? He's been great too. I, I think his greatness is predicated on the running game. You know, Doug Martin was good. They run play actions. Vincent Jackson gets open. And how's Carolina, how's Carolina's defense? Not very good. It's terrible. Not very good as an understatement. I'm giving a lot of understatements. Although, although you know, Tampa Bay's pass defense is equally terrible. They, they have a good run defense. I'd say the t- the quarterback, the edge goes to Tampa Bay. The running game, edge goes to Tampa Bay. Rush defense, edge goes to Tampa Bay. And they both have terrible passing defenses. So... So you're going to take Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay. You know, minus two. I mean, it's essentially a. I actually think Tampa Bay is on a roll right now, and I think they're going to end up running over Carolina. So I'm also going to take Tampa Bay for now, even though the consensus tells me that 66 percent of people are taking Tampa. I never like to see that. Never like to bet with the public. Next game, Philadelphia. Damn, they're bad. Four. <laughs> Four point underdogs, the three and a half point underdogs at Washington. 
I, I think I'm done betting on Philly until I see any sort of improvement. Honestly, I, I would want to stay away from this game too because I could definitely see it going either way. I mean, it's just a it, you know, flip a coin. Honestly, if I had to pick a team, it would be Washington because they're at home. They have a better quarterback. Uh, Michael Vick is out, which actually probably helps Philadelphia. I, I don't know. Didn't you see Foles at the end of that game throw, you know, not look so good? He had that one drive that looked great right, with, the, with right, right. Jerry Macklin got but wide at the, open. At the same time, you know, we're talking about mid-game, a guy who doesn't expect to come in as opposed to a guy who's expecting to start, who's got a week of preparation for this team. It's it's a little bit different. Um, I, I think for Washington, I mean, look at all these receivers, questionable. Well, uh, Garcon's, Garcon's coming back. Garcon's coming back. Is he going to play? It says probable. Probable. So if, if they're both there, I think Washington. I, I think wins Washington the game. takes this game. I, I really do. I, you know, you got RG three. Uh, they're at home. They got they got a good offense. You know, you you don't know what to expect from Philadelphia. You really don't. Which makes them kind of dangerous. But at the same time, rookie quarterback coming in short week. You know, it's just tough. All right. Next game. Well, first let me say what you're hearing here is our first looks at these games. And you're getting expert analysis and advice. The next one. What do we got here? We have the afternoon game. New Orleans Saints, five to six point favorites at Oakland. So traveling cross country and still favorites. Are they playing well enough to cover? I believe so. I You know, I hate this because there's so many... <laughs> there This week there are so many favorites that I like. You know, I think they're decent values. I, I I don't trust Oakland. I mean, I'm, their offense has been better. Their defense is still atrocious. Gave up like fifty something points to Baltimore, and Baltimore doesn't have a very high scoring offense. Guess who does? New Orleans. So if they're going to give up fifty five to Baltimore, I can definitely see them giving up at least fifty five or more to New Orleans. The way they're playing right now, I'll probably end up passing on this game, but if I'm taking a side, I'm probably taking the Raiders because I'm taking the home underdog, which you love the home love, love them. You know, it's, they, they Oakland, pull it out more often Oakland's than Oakland's been playing terrible. They have. Um, no McFadden. He's out. And, and their defense has been terrible all year. The defense has not been good. No, I I, I totally understand what you, where you're coming from. And, I, and I'm going against the public here with I, their 70 30% again. Well, well, the public loves to bet the, the favorite. They do. You know, that that's why the lines are this way. And, and they love to bet the team that's... That's one of the last. Well, because they like to root but, for a team instead of root against. It's more fun to root against. The, <laughs> the, the next game, San Diego plus eight at Denver. Denver, man, they are the hottest team in the game right now. I wouldn't want to play them. Um, they are damn near close to the hottest team, if not the hottest. Again, I, I like to say uh, New Orleans is probably the hottest team. They've won their last five or six games in a row. Yeah, and, New Orleans is playing very well. And, and Houston, obviously. And they obviously they just you know dethroned Atlanta, and he was undefeated team. So I'd have to say New Orleans is the hottest. But yeah, you know Denver has been playing amazing ball. Uh, Peyton Manning just looks like his old self. You know, he's in midseason form. And, and Peyton at home has been unstoppable. Uh, you know and. <laughs> San Diego's defense is, oh, my God, they're terrible. And you're going to stop a guy like Peyton Manning, and they have a running game, and they're at home? I I think actually the best thing for this game would be bet the Chargers on a first-half bet, bet the Broncos on a second-half bet. And tell me why. Well, 
Peyton Manning started out slow every game. Okay. You know, almost all of his interceptions, I think, like, three-quarters of them have come in the first quarter of the game. So. Well, you got to understand that, 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 one, Atlanta that one Atlanta game, he had three in the first quarter, right. so that kind of skews and that then, stat. And then uh, Denver's offense has scored most of its points in the fourth quarter. I mean, they've been a second-half team this they, year. They have, you know, or at least second quarter. They start out slow. Um, but they're dangerous, you know, regardless. I, I, I mean, I, I can see a, a 10-7 first half, and I can see Denver just explode once they started to wear down the defense of San Diego. I, honestly, I, I see them scoring maybe night, uh, shoot, a couple, couple touchdowns and maybe a field goal or two in the first half. So Wow. Yeah, a big first half from Denver, I think. San Diego, I, I don't trust them at all this year. Not one bit. No, I, I've, I've lost my San Diego trust, too. But that's that's the way I'm going. First half one way, second half the other. I have Denver winning big in this game and, and covering the eight points. The next game, Indy, uh, eight-and-a-half to ten-point favorite at New England. And this is, you know, the old rivalry starting up brand new again? Or is this just a blowout? Well, finally a game I can bet the underdog. I like new, I like Indianapolis in this game. And let me tell you why. Andrew Luck. You yep. know, they've been playing much better. You, you look at New England, their defense is, is kind of suspect. You know, you give up how many points to the Bills last week? 30, 40-something point. I mean, and the Bills are a suspect team. You know, they're, they're not... They're not they're not great. They're not terrible. They're middle of the road. But New England, you you kind of expect you know a lot from them. They're supposed to be an elite team. And I think Indianapolis's team is is you know they're, they're just as good or better than they're, they're playing. They played really. Indy played really well last week. They're on a roll. You know they they had that game versus Miami where you know winner pretty much would have the inside spot for the wild card. They won that right. one. Miami's been down ever since, and Indy's been up. Now their their coaches, you know, giving them pep talks in the locker room with the cancer thing and the Chuck Strong stuff going. That on. only helps them. You it know, only, that's motivation. You right. know, you you do not want to give it any team helps. in the league motivation, and and they certainly have it, and they're on a roll. You got a guy in Andrew Luck who's been playing out of his mind this year, and and continually getting better every week. He's getting better. It seems like, and you know, against a suspect. Defense in in um, New England. I I like Indianapolis in this yep. game. So do I. We both agree on the underdog. It doesn't happen very often. Wow. Next game, the night game. Baltimore at Byron Leftwich and the Steelers. <laughs> and uh, it actually opened up Pittsburgh minus three and a half. It looked like Ben was going to play, and then it, there was a six point swing, and now we're at Pittsburgh being a three to three and a half point underdog. Wow. Uh, Baltimore never loses a division game. They they just, last year they, they didn't lose a division game. The year before they didn't lose a division game. This is one of the biggest rivalries in football. And Baltimore, Baltimore has been owning it. Sure has. And you know what? <clears throat> I think it continues. Baltimore, they had a, they're coming off a very good week against the lowly Raiders last week. For a while, for a couple games there, you know, I was suspect. To begin the year, they were very strong. Had a couple games where they showed a little bit of a lull. Last week was beautiful for them. 
got to give them all. That's got to give them all the confidence in the world. They have their team is pretty pretty healthy. Uh, other aside from you know obviously their cornerback and and Ray Lewis going out, um, but that's old news now. They've been playing well without those two, um, and and you got to look at Pittsburgh. They're without Ben Roethlisberger, their most important player. You know, without Ben Roethlisberger, you have a ba- basically a running team. And, and when you run dimensional and, and against Baltimore, they, and who are they running with this week? You know. Well, is you know what? They have a good I, running game. They have I three Redmond good running again? backs. They have Redmond. They have actually Mendenhall's going to start, but Redmond is a good backup. They have Dwyer. I mean, they have a very good running game, but at the same time, they're going to be one-dimensional because Leftwich. I mean, you can't expect him to make the throws against a good Baltimore Ravens defense. And when you're one-dimensional are, are, are against they, Baltimore, are they that I mean, good a defense done. with Ladarius Webb out and Ray Lewis? Uh, obviously, it hurts them, but. Most of the, you know, for the for a great portion of the season, they were without um, Suggs, and so Suggs is better than Ray Lewis, you know. So, so if you're gonna say Baltimore's defense was good before, sure, it hurts. Then, then, Ray then they're still good now. They're still good. They're still very good. L- losing Webb, the Webb was the biggest biggest um, loss for them, and and obviously Ray Lewis, what he means to the team is a lot, but. They're still a good defense. They got their starting quarterback, which Pittsburgh doesn't. Um, and I, I expect Baltimore to win this game. You know, probably by. I expect to be close, but I'm going to say I'm going to say seven points. I'm I'm taking Baltimore with the points too. I'm going for the first time on any game on Sunday. I'm taking the road favorite. I'm not by more than, by more than a point. I agree. All right, so we got a few more minutes to go before we. Close up shop today. Let's go through the basketball games. Oh, you forgot the Monday night game. The Monday night game. There's no line because it's Chicago and San Francisco. So without quarterbacks, instead of who we know is going to play, there's no lines out yet. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, well, I, I would if if Alex Smith pl- plays, which I think he will. I expect um, and versus Jason Campbell. Versus Jason Campbell. Yes, versus Jason Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I expect San Francisco to win that game. I don't know what the line is yet, so I can't really tell you. But I, if I if it was a pick'em, San Francisco. I don't think it'll be pick'em. Uh, San Francisco will probably be favored in that game, probably by three, four points, three to six. Yeah. All right, basketball quickly tonight, Friday night, Dallas at Indiana. Dallas is playing well. Indiana, tough game, tough game to call because Indiana's at home. Uh, I, I'm, I like Dallas. So do I. I like Dallas. I, I've, been, I've been betting Dallas this year. I, I got Dallas the, this game. The next game, Utah, one point underdog at Philly. Philadelphia, Philly. Do you Philly? I don't know about Philly. How have they been doing lately? You know, I, I'm going to take Utah. Why? What about to me, Utah? To me, they're, they're a scrappy team. Philly doesn't have their big. Philly's men. a scrappy team. They they're a scrappy team, but they're. They they don't have their identity they had last year when they had Iggy, and they they just haven't they haven't found it yet this year, and okay. and I think Utah can can outsize them inside with all their big men with Cantor and Favors and Cantor. <laughs> You're talking about their worst big men. They have better big men than that. Like Al Jefferson, Jefferson and Millsap and Millsap. I was going to get to them. You say Cantor <laughs> and, and Favors. They're <laughs> two of the worst guys. Okay. I, Anyways, I that's that's four big men. You know, going against. I think Philly's Spen- going to make Spencer it a running Haas. game. Philly's going to make it a running game because they don't have the big men to match up. But so, 
It'll be interesting. It'll be a close game. I, I expect Philly to win. Detroit is favored by five points. That is amazing. Against Orlando. This could be one of the worst games all year. And I, I don't care who Detroit is playing. I'm going to take whoever they're playing. So. I will take Orlando as well. That Detroit is... A- is they have to be one of the worst teams in the league. You know, earlier I was looking at these lines, and I was, and I, my mind didn't comprehend it. I saw Orlando as the favorite in the game, and so just I'm shocked. All right, the next one: Golden State at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota one point favorite. This is a tough game. Uh, Golden State's playing pretty well. I got Golden State just because Minnesota's so decimated with the injuries. You yeah. know, no Kevin Love. Uh, Brandon Roy sucks this year because, I mean, he would be good if he was healthy, but his knees are still messed up. They are without Ricky Rubio. They're they're hurting right now. And, you know, you got... And and no Bogut doesn't really hurt Golden State that much. Cause, cause right, because they're, really they're a running team anyways. You know, they, he doesn't really fit their style. I mean, it's good that they have him, but... All right, so I'm with you. I'm also going to take Oklahoma minus six at New Orleans. Huh, okay. You know, I expect Oklahoma to win this game, but I could definitely see New Orleans keeping it close. Because Oklahoma They're just, playing better ball right now. They, they're coming off a loss to okay. the Knicks. Right. And they they don't want to lose two in a row. Not this well, early Of course in the not. Who does? Detroit. <laughs> so, well, that's uh, the norm for them. <laughs> the, the Knicks... Uh, plus six points at Memphis. Now, I took the Knicks last night. Uh, plus five and a half at San Antonio. And they won. And they won. They they were down by nine there in the fourth quarter. But this is this was a tougher game in my opinion. I Me- think Memphis is a better team than San Antonio. Memphis is really good. Memphis is 6-1. and one. New York is 6-0, and oh, surprisingly. Um, but coming off a of back-to-back on the road, traveling to Memphis, that's tough. You know, against a good team, Memphis is rested. Memphis um, is a really they tough are a very very team. tough team. They're gonna fight. You know what? I, I think Memphis wins this game. I, if I, I I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't even touch this game to be honest with you. If I take it, I'm I'm just gonna take plus six. I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be a low scoring game, and I don't think there's gonna be that much separation. Well, if the, I had to take one, I would take Memphis. The Knicks were, at, at, last night. The Knicks were really explosive there at the end. You know, it was up and down, up and down. Right, but don't you think they're tired? Yes, but th- they're pros. This is what they do. They play back to back. I understand, but okay, you're playing a back to back. You're going on the road. And e- even Miami, to a, a team that's six and one. They lost to the Clippers, mind you. Right. They didn't lose to a chump team. They're, Memphis is damn good. You know, they're Miami, at home, they're Miami lost to the Clippers. The next night, they traveled to Denver, arrived at like five in the morning, and put on a great effort against. Sure, Denver's no Memphis, but Denver won. Okay. I mean, the Miami won at okay. Denver. We, we disagree on this one, Second. but I got Memphis on this one. Uh, Houston, plus two at Portland. Let's start wrapping up the show. we got three more games tonight. Houston and Portland. Portland. Good. I'm taking Houston. Atlanta, minus two at Sacramento. No, Al Horford missed the last game. I don't know if he's going to play. Let's go check that injury report quickly because, to me, that's a big deal. You know, if, if Horford's in there, I think I take... Atlanta, and if Horford is not in there, I don't bet this game. Because I don't know if I could ever see myself betting on Sacramento. They're just not a, that good a team. Horford, probable. So it looks like I'm going to take them. I got Atlanta. Yep. Better team. And Phoenix, plus nine at the Lakers. Already, D'Antoni's first game against his old team. Is he coaching tonight? Yeah, I heard I, he wasn't. I know he coached practice the other day. Okay. Well, that would help. Um, I got the Lakers in this game. You know, I... I 
I don't know by nine points, actually, to be honest with you. I don't know about nine points. M- probably nine points around there. That's a good, that's a good number for uh, Vegas, and they're, they're good and, at those numbers. And, and Phoenix is not a very good team. No, Phoenix is a terrible team. So, but I, you know what? The Lakers have a history of underperforming against bad teams. So I would like to stay away from this game. But if I had to choose one, it would be the Lakers. Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to – I'm kind of with you. I don't know who I'm going to pick in this game. But I'm probably going to pick Phoenix just because it's more fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just saw something. Melky Cabrera to the Blue Jays. Wow. I think that's awesome. Maybe, maybe steroids are legal in Canada. <laughs> they clearly don't care about their image. Um, <laughs> Mike, but, Dan, but, let's see. So, so I, I'm sorry about the advertisement playing there. We were just checking on Mike D'Antoni's status. He's not going to be coaching tonight. Even though he formally took over, let's see. He's still on crutches and will not coach. So he's going to be Phoenix in Phoenix the- sucks this year, though, to be honest with you. They suck. They do. But sort of the Lakers. So far. So far they do suck. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you there, but... Um, All right, well, like the Lakers there it is. Game. Milky to Blue Jays. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Well, that's pretty awesome news, and we're going to end the show on that note. So thanks for listening. This is uh, a week 10 of what are you doing? Argument Stadium. <laughs> I'm trying to, to get our, to pull up our, uh, our closing music here, but it seems like I can't even find it. So anyways, in that case, take care. Uh, good luck with your bets out there, and I hope uh, we provided some good information for you, at and least to uh, you what, know, make better, more informed decisions. Last thing I'm going to say. Start put, making a teaser on all the double-digit underdogs you can find this week. Just keep on teasing them all. How Six. many double-digit underdogs are there? Three? There, there are three, and there are a couple around nine. So, so maybe a four or five-game teaser. Thanks again. Support Argument Stadium is over. Goodbye.